0: Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, we'll look at the application of colour management workflows available in Flame Premium 2016. We will focus mainly on the specifics of managing colour within the application rather than discussing the concepts of colour management. If you want to learn about the concepts of colour management, as well as the Autodesk implementation across a range of products, then please refer to the Colour Management documentation in the Flame Premium User Guide. This is a very comprehensive document which will provide more theory than what I intend to cover in these videos. So let's get started. Now when it comes to working with colour management, there are two main aspects you need to consider. The first aspect is the Processing Pipeline. This is broken down into importing, the working environment and exporting. So for example, you are given media from all different sources. You have log, video and linear colour spaces. You need to know how to deal with all the different colour spaces on import. Next, you need to take all the media and integrate them together in a common colour space. Currently most compositing projects are done in a Scene Linear Colour Space. We refer to this as the Working Colour Space. And finally, once you have completed all the creative finishing and VFX, the result needs to be exported and delivered in the various colour spaces depending on the deliverables. The deliverable could be going to Film, TV, Web or multiple combinations. So you would possibly need a DCI-compliant output, a REC 2020 output, a REC 709 output and an sRGB output. This is all achievable as long as there is consistent colour management so that everything looks correct. Speaking about looking correct, the second aspect of colour management is how we visualize the colours. In other words, We manage the colour pipeline through the various mathematical colour transforms within the application. But we also need to apply additional colour transforms to the monitor in order to display the colours as they should be. So both these aspects are equally important and hopefully this will give you a good starting point with Flame Premium colour management. Now your colour management may be based on a facility-wide standard or the deliverables of a production. This is a very open topic and you might have different ideas on how to implement colour management compared to what you're about to see. However one point I'd like to highlight is that you can enable colour management at any point in Flame Premium. You could apply colour transforms to media as it's imported or you could import the media in its native colour and inject colour transforms after you've built the conform. As I said earlier, This can completely vary depending on yourself, your colleagues, your facility or even the numerous formats you may have to be dealing with. Flame Premium provides the building blocks for a colour managed pipeline and everything is very flexible. So you can always tweak and change the colour pipeline if required. When starting a new project, it is useful to give some thought to what working colour space you will want to use. For example, if you are starting with video or logarithmic material, do you want to keep it in that space or convert it to scene linear? Also, you should decide what sort of viewing transform to use when the working space is something other than video. For example scene linear or log. Aces is usually a good choice, especially if you are mixing various sources or you may have a viewing LUT from your client or from a specific digital cinema camera. Let's have a look at the Generic Colour Management Workflow starting with Importing. So within the Media Hub, you can navigate to the location of the media for the production. Here I have a set of DPX files in .c C Colour Space. I just have to give a big thanks to A52 for allowing me to use this material. Now we can import this material in its native colour space or convert it with a LUT or Colour Transform on import. To perform the Colour Space conversion, you would need to enable the LUT options in the General menu. Here you can select a 1D LUT, a 3D LUT or a Colour Transform from the pull-down menu. When you click Import, you can go to the File Browser and you can navigate to the location of your LUT or Colour Transforms. You can use any of the Autodesk Colour Transforms or any other third-party Colour Transforms that are supported. Please refer to the Colour Management documentation for a list of supported third-party LUT formats. I'll navigate to a custom-built Colour Transform that converts LogC to Scene Linear Colour Space with Rec.709 primaries. These were originally built in the Flame Colour Transform editor using an Alexa LogC to ACES Colour Transform followed by an ASUS to Scene Linear sRGB Colour Transform. We'll look at custom building your own colour transforms later in the series. When this is loaded, the colour transform is applied to the media. In addition to this, if you are using a format that can be tweaked such as ARRI RAW, RED or Sony, you can adjust the camera settings through the format-specific menu. But one thing I'd like to show you, that can be a point of confusion is the metadata reading in the preview window. These settings show how the media will be handled in Flame Premium. These are not necessarily the actual media readings. For example, I know these DPX files are 10 bit. But with the color transform applied, two separate functions are enabled by the LUT. Firstly, Flame upsamples the image to 16 bit. This is what's reflected in the metadata settings of the Preview window. Please note that this is not a compulsory requirement for colour space conversion. This is done in order to work efficiently with the 16-bit compositing engine in Batch and BatchFX. Secondly, the colour space conversion has been applied to the media and you can see this in the thumbnails. So as a point of reference, Even though Colour Space and Bit Depth are related, they are two separate decisions that can be enabled by a LUT. You can enable both as you have seen or just enable one or the other. I'll go back to the General tab and disable the LUT. I'll also set the bit depth to come from the source. Looking at the preview window again, the DPX sequence is actually 10-bit. Enabling the LUT again will inform you that the media will be treated as 16-bit and not 10-bit. Now the LUT options are converting the media into another colour space. This is reflected in the thumbnails and the preview window. However the colours are not accurately displayed in the interface. This is because most monitors are set up to display colours in video colour space and not seen linear colour space. Therefore, we need to add a viewing colour transform to the monitor to accurately represent the chosen colour space. In Flame Premium 2016, the display LUTs cannot be applied to the thumbnails, preview window or reels. But display LUTs CAN be applied to the main viewers. So if you switch to the full screen player, there is a pull-down option to apply a display LUT. I'll use Linear Photomap LC which is a good simple choice for generic scene-linear media when you are not trying to match the look of a specific camera and are not using a full Aces workflow. So all the media is in scene-linear colour space and it can be correctly represented on your display device. We'll talk about Display LUTs and customizing them a little later on. Now as I said earlier, Everyone's colour pipeline is different. Some facilities might have a back-end pipeline that converts everything to linear prior to compositing and finishing. There may also be supplied colour transforms. This is done to have a consistent linear pipeline between all the applications within the facility. This includes any of the Autodesk products as well as third-party applications. So the option to apply LUTs on import is available. However other facilities may choose to only transcode where required. This can save on bandwidth, storage and processing. They could also have media from a variety of sources. So the Flame Artist may want to go through each source and set the correct colour management. So you could import media without any colour transforms and adjust the colour management where necessary. The choice is up to you. So at any point, you can add, adjust or even disable colour management as you work in the Flame products. I am going to show the second workflow as it will give us an opportunity to experiment more with the colour transformations. So I'll disable all the LUT options and import the files natively into Flame Premium. In the next video, we'll move into the editorial finishing stage And see how the colour management pipeline can be applied in that scenario. Please remember to refer to the colour management documentation for further explanations and detailed theory. Comments, feedback, and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching, and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.